Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This is FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. So you've been watching uh, The Last of Us. Yes. While this was on, I couldn't watch this. Does anybody watch this anymore? Is it just me? The Apprentice. I watch The Apprentice. Uh, I always watch it. It's one of my... I love the gaff. I always say gaff when I see the gaff. Uh, I love lo- what London looks like. It always looks like I want to visit after I see The Apprentice. It's amazing buildings. And then the te- it has got gradually worse over the seasons. Are the contestants every season more reality than business people? Did I, it start out being business? I think they were always reality people. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. They were like, like Jennifer Zamparelli is like she went on it. Ah, just, she was on it. Yeah, yeah, she was on it. Like that was around the fifth scene or something. But um, yeah. So I, I called it from the beginning. The boys were all absolute brutal. They were terrible. Every single boy. Like so from the very beginning. So it's not because she's very gorgeous, but Rochelle. I picked her from the very first day. Now, I just, uh, just a complete hunch because you don't really know them on the first day. I remember you said this on air and the only reason why I remember is I went, Rochelle from the Saturdays. Yes, well, no, she's not Rochelle from the Saturdays but she's gorgeous. So it's Rochelle and Marnie are in the final which will happen this week. It's all been filmed but they got down to the final two last week. What did they get out of it? They got a £250,000 investment in their business. Wow. But this is the whole thing, right? So supposing you and me were in it. Supposing your idea was... What would be your business? Probably coffee shop. A coffee shop, right? And my business would be a, a, a children's book, right? I want to write children's books or something. I don't know. And so he'd go through it. So it doesn't really matter what how we did in the in the in the show. In the back of his head, he's thinking, I want to invest in Jim's children's books. So I'm gonna. So even if even if I was worse than you, I think he fires people because he likes their business. And so does he of, have a stake in it then? Or does he, he just gift you that 250 No, he has a stake in it, yeah. So he's, he's a stake. He's your, well, he's your business partner, so he'll help you with it. Right. But he got you know, something in it for him as well. But he'll he'll invest 250 So it's like Dragon's Den, but like, it's much more difficult to get the wedge. I wonder with the Irish ones, are there still companies and businesses that have done really well out of it? Having the dragons or having the whatchamacallit. I like the Irish one. Why did they get rid of that? Yeah, the Irish one was very good. On both, actually. Yeah. The Apprentice and Dragon's Den. Must be more expensive to film or something. Yeah, I'd say so. I liked it. Anyway, so it's Marnie um, and Rochelle in the final. And it was it was clear from the... the actually, the, one of the girls I thought was going to win, she walked. I don't know why. They never explained that. They just don't like living in the house, so they'd want to go home or something. 
I did read an article about one of them that went to Dubai but actually didn't get to film in Dubai because may have enjoyed himself a bit too much on the flight. Is that what happened to him? Did you not know? No, there was a fellow with glasses. (laughs) (laughs) There was a fellow with glasses and he was kind of annoying, actually. He was a Scottish fella. And that's really unusual because normally I never find Scottish people annoying. And uh, he was in it and he was a contender. And the next thing... And Brian decided not to, to not to go home, so he had a he had a gargle, and it just didn't go too well. Oh, yeah, he made a show of himself apparently. Oh, and brilliant! Fell from the flight, and that was the end of that. Anyway, Rochelle has a uh, hair extensions business. You think I think you'll, you can? It's obvious that I'm a fan of Rochelle's. <laughs> um, she's a hair extension business, and I don't think he's ever invested in anything like that before. What's the other one? Do you know? <sighs> Who cares? Yeah, uh, Rochelle. No, she's, she's a no, she's a. Um, a boxing gym fitness uh, Two good businesses yeah, I'd yeah. say the, the You know Get into pennies Or get into wherever And throw all those Hair things everywhere Yeah That's a great bit of so money So those They're the two girls They're both very impressive um, So the final is this Thursday Okay so Murder on the cobbles Now Carla's not going to get murdered Is she? Because it says here That Stephen Reed Is sticking LSD Into her drinks It's got Carnation Street's gone muck recently Hasn't it? <laughs> I don't know it, it's so, they're trying to bring the it back, right? So it, there's a there's murderer. So is he going to murder Carla? She's been in it for a long time. Dream Team Carla. He's mur- yeah. She was 15 the other day. Fantastic. I would have thought she was 41. She's exactly. stunning looking. So is, is he going to murder her? Do you know? Is this? I, I think he's building up. It's going to be one of those things where he's going to build it, build it, build it, and then she'll find out you're the one. So what's happening is is that he's in a bit of bother with money, and he is Audrey's son from another husband from years ago when he came back into it. And he was like apparently a multi-millionaire, but you're kind of starting to realise that he's actually broke. Another scam artist on the yeah. cobbles, and he's murdered about four people already so far. Well, Pat, so he's so for, Carly could be the fifth. They're saying Pat Phelan murdered four people. He let Michael Rodwell die from a heart attack. He forced Andy Carver to shoot Vinnie Ashford. Then he shot Andy himself, and later he shot Luke Britton. That's four. Uh, then you had, of course, Richard Hillman, probably my favourite of all the Carnage Street murderers. Well, let me tell you a piece of information. Last week, 20 years ago, Richard Hillman no. drove into the canal and went, I love you, Gail! He left Dougie Ferguson to die after he fell off a ladder, very similar to the last fella. Then he silenced his ex-wife Patricia with a shovel, and then he tried to kill Emily Bishop, but was interrupted by Maxine Peacock, and then he killed her. Do you remember that? They called him um, Norman Bates with a briefcase. That was his nickname. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Graham O'Toole from 104 Drive yes. is a massive, massive Coronation Street fan. What? I'm meeting him here. And he did a podcast <laughs> with Fanula J. Yeah. Uh, and they did one hour on that Richard Hillman murder mystery. And was it all the murderers or just the one with the Just, drive? Just, no, all the murders, but it was the Richard Hillman era of uh, Coronation Street. I listened to it. It's brilliant. Uh, Tony Gordon killed two people as well. Don't remember him. He, uh, Liam Connor he killed him and he attempted to bump off as Carla Connor. This is the second time she's been attempted to be bumped off. Oh, yeah, wasn't she married to him? Um, he tried to kill Roy Cropper and then he shot Robbie Sloan during the Underworld Factory Siege. <laughs> the Underworld Factory <laughs> Siege. Come on, that road is ridiculous. And then John Stape, he killed two people back in the day. Uh, I won't go into it. Wasn't he married with Fuzz? What was her name? Fuzz? Fuzz. Fizz, is it? Fizz, 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 <laughs> Fuzz. Poor yeah, Fuzz. I think uh, poor Al Fuzz. Yeah, was he married to her? Was he? And who's married to Fuzz now? Tyrone Dobbs. Tyrone Dobbs. Whatever happened to the girlfriend? 
That was really strange. It was like the scriptwriters wrote, we're going to break up this couple now and let him go off with someone else that he got pregnant. And then all of a sudden they went, beep, beep, beep. She runs away and he's back with Fuzz. And remember that, do you remember the night that Tyrone and Sally Webster? I do remember do that. Do you remember that? It was just a one a one night thing, but still. And now she's with your man, Tim. Tim, I haven't seen See, it in a I while. Dr- I drop into it. I have an issue at home at the minute that uh, we've lost our Virgin Media clicker oh have you yeah send away for another one yeah we have we're waiting for it to come in but all we can when we turn on the tv all we have is rte one so i can tell you everything happened from nationwide some irish show last night prime time the whole thing <laughs> rte one all last night yeah well let's let's let's, let's skip the uh, nationwide review <laughs> this <laughs> if we're really stuck before 10 though we will now, FM 104's Dish the Dirt with Mooney's Hyundai Long My Road and Dean's Grange, home of World Car of the Year, Ionic 5, CEP I can't wait for Succession. I really do like it. Uh, Kieran Culkin plays Roman Roy in Succession. He was at the season four premiere in New York last night. It's the last season of the show, and Kieran, who's brilliant in it, tells us what he thinks. He thinks if it, if it could have gone on or not. I feel like it, it could have kept going and I would have liked one more, but I also know, like, you know, read the scripts, we shot it. I like where it ends, but what's interesting about it is I feel like it could go more. Uh, Jesse Armstrong, right over there, uh, told me at the start of the season that it might be the end, but might not. And then he told me the story of, he basically laid out the entire season before we started shooting it. And I said, that kind of sounds like the end. He goes, yes, or, and then he threw out like three different ideas of where the show could go. And I went, all of those sound great. And he says, I'm just not sure yet. Okay, so maybe, who knows? Is there a maybe there? I'd say I'd say there's a spin-off in this. He's brilliant in it. Does he decide to sit on all those different things? You know, if he's in a room, like he'll sit on a window ledge or like on top of a bookcase. He just sits on different, like where people don't sit, he sits. I don't think he has to reach hard for his character. No. I really don't <laughs> I think, think he's so. It's pretty much him, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Brian Cox has given his views on the ending of Succession at season four. Here's what he said. I'm, I, I love endings. I mean, I do. I mean, uh, I'm not one of these people who cling to things and say, oh, this wonderful thing that happened. I mean, we had a great time. There's no question. And it's reached its natural end and it's fine I'm fine with it his oh, voice is so synonymous now at Virgin Media isn't it I don't know who my favourite character is uh, you, well, you, you're watching the end of season 3 now which is you're going to watch the last one tonight last episode tonight cannot wait it's really good and you only have to wait like a couple of days then to see the next one I think, I think Shiv is amazing she's brilliant I really think she's awesome I, I, all the sons are great I, the, the guy who kind of talks like that what's his name is the, uh, the old, the Jeremy son. Strong what's his real the name old, the oldest son yeah, well, it's right dead uh, I don't know about it it's it's so good there, there is nobody bad in it I love the Tomless Tom, and, Gre- Tom and Greg Tom and Greg they are great they're uh, not gay but I want them to be together does that make sense <laughs> first coming up on the documentary channel tonight the story of speed bumps the bigger the speed bump the bigger the scanger did you ever drive down a road and think the speed bumps were huge? Yeah, well that's because you got an infestation of bio racers. Well, we can help you with that. Rodney Wrighty has been the CEO of the Speed Bump Company since 1982. On Wednesday night, we take a look at behind the scenes of the speed bump world. Yeah, I've got every kind of speed bump. Big speed bumps, pointy speed bumps, speed humps. I've got everything that I can slow down any scanger's gallop, you know what I mean? The story of speed bumps. Another thing about speed bumps that you probably don't know is if you're driving along and the speed bump is actually very smooth, 
and you just glide over it. That means a politician lives on that road. The story of speed bumps coming this Wednesday night to the documentary channel. Oh, Jesus, that was a big one. You feel that, did you? That's a bone rattler. Fed up with drivers like these? The government are a disgrace. Did you see the size of that pothole, did you? I first met my wife in 1996. Well, now you can turn all that chatter into cash. No gab cabs. No gab cabs. We'll refund you the money for your fare if the driver even says hello. No conversation. No chat. No waffle. No yakety yakety yakety. No problem. No gab cabs. No questions about where you've been that night, or comparing it to stuff he did 10 years ago, the last time he was allowed out for a night out. No gab cabs! Can I not even say thanks? No! Can I not even ask them where they're going? No! I got new dishwasher tablets. My dishes are so clean. And if I'm being honest, I stack my dishwasher rightly. It cleans my dishes also nicely. I love doing the dishes. I do them with my missus. Dishwasher tablets. Make sure you don't run out of them, because it's a pain when you do. Ten questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euros. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie. Specialists in women's car insurance. Going the extra mile to get you great deals. See MissQuote.ie. Okay, Jess, how are you? Jess. Jim, Jim, how are you? I'm very good, Jess. It's very misty Tuesday, isn't it? It's very strange from what it was like this morning. Ah, look, it's nicer than it has been the last couple of days. Yes. It is. So, uh... There's no rain. There's no rain. What's your plans for today? I am heading in to work. Okay, and can you tell us what you do, or is that a secret? No, not a secret. I'm the business manager for Windsor Motors. Windsor Motors, okay. What's your favourite car? Yeah. Uh, I'll say the Qashqai one right now. Is that the best-selling one as well, is it? It's available. Yeah. <laughs> it's very popular. Oh, so, yeah. Right, 1,000 euro, Jess. What would you yeah. do with it? I would go on holiday. Okay. Jess, we're going to get down to business. I need to get my questions. Okay. They're right here. Jess, what's for lunch today while we're waiting for his questions? <laughs> what are you having? Oh, uh, leftover from dinner from last night. What was that? <laughs> uh, chicken and potatoes. Very that. original. Yeah, but you'd be very glad of it. And it won't cost you like nine quid, will it? That is true. You know I had I mean? a salad yesterday and that's what that cost. There you go. As Homer Simpson says, you don't get friends with salad. Let's play. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> 
The game starts in three, two, one. Grogu or Baby Yoda is a character in which TV show? The Mandalorian. In which city was the Titanic built? Uh, Belfast. Are the colours on the German flag horizontal or vertical? Um, horizontal. Who is the new presenter of the Great British Bake Off? Alison Hammond. True or false? Beyonce Knowles is from Chicago originally. True. Adam Wiles is a very famous Scottish DJ and musician. Uh, what's his stage name? Adam Wiles. Calvin Harris. What's the name of the device submarines use to see above water? Telescope. Zoe Kravitz played what superhero? Um, Catwoman. Adore You and Sign of the Times were hits for which artist? Uh, sorry, say that again. Adore You and Sign of the Times were hits for which artist? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, Give us any name. Uh, I'll go again. And what yeah, is the yeah. what is the name of the Tottenham Hotspur troubled manager? Tottenham. Oh God! I'm very not happy. Now, you I, on I'm very like all the fans. I am not happy. Do you like him, but you're angry with him at the same time? I like I like I like him. Yeah. Uh, and now I, I think uh, I see that Jose had a bad time within the same situation. So it's it's the uppers. I love Potch. So yeah, I think so. I think that's the problem. I don't think they, they, that's not going to fix it. Whoever the manager is, but let's talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on. Um, right now, I need to ask you a question. I have a question mark here. Number seven. What's the device submarines use to see above water? What did you say? I said telescope, but it's a periscope. It is a periscope. Unfortunately, I thought you said maybe. <laughs> okay, so let's go. Uh, Mandalorian is correct. Belfast is correct. Horizontal. Yeah, the lines go horizontal on the German flag. Alison Hammond, as somebody said, she is a great agent, fantastic agent. Like she's just nailing it. Like she's getting everything. She's just so jubbly, isn't she? I love her. She's very likable. Um, Beyonce Knowles is from Texas originally. Ah. So that was false. Okay. Calvin Harris was right. Periscope. Catwoman Zoe Kravitz was you got that Harry Styles yeah, yeah I was the thinking of one direction and I just couldn't figure out you were getting there yeah it was in the right part of your brain and uh, Conte is the manager so okay you got seven I think today uh, I think it's a six. Oh no I think it's a six yeah it's a six <laughs> Unfortunately, look, you got a chicken and spuds for your lunch. I think you're winning against yeah. three of us today. It's going to be good. <laughs> Would you like a strawberry right, or a cuddle mug to wash it down? To wash down your tasty beverage? Thank you. Okay. Now, FM 104's Dish the Dirt. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. With Mooney's Hyundai Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange, home of World Car of the Year, Ionic 5. CEPMooney.ie. So David Letterman has revealed that Bono and The Edge wrote a song about him or for him. He hosted a show in Ireland with the lads for the Disney Plus. It's called Bono and The Edge, a sort of homecoming with Letterman. So they did a gig in the Academy with fans all around in a circle. I wonder who they got because usually you'd hear about these things before it happens. Well, it was kept very tight. Yeah. Even after the gig, I didn't hear about it. So when I, when I saw the gig, I was like, oh my God, look at that. How did nobody know about that? I knew about McDade's and yeah. Hazel from FM 104 News. I was like, ring McDade's there, will you? Was she there? Did she she rang them. They weren't too happy that they found out about it. <laughs> How do you know about this? Well, there's pictures of them going into McDade's. There's camera crew. This is before the photographs oh, were happening. Okay. I get a tip off from someone local. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> he's like, go on, do that. You ring. You ring. Anyway, so Letterman has revealed, and uh, he hosted the show, and here's what he said. And Edge says, you know, I was up till 3 o'clock last night writing this song. And I thought, oh, I'll be darn, hoping that that'd be the end of it. <laughs> they start getting out sheet music, and the, the band, everybody's got an arrangement, and, and they're, now they're singing this song that the night before they have created. And I'm thinking two things. Oh, I hope this goes away. <laughs> and, and secondly, I'm thinking... Oh my God, this is not bad. So it turns out to be a real deal. And if you're going to have... So- and, and these guys aren't kidding around writing songs. So he seems to be a massive fan. He was, in, he was on The Dart. He was with Glenn Hansard on The Dart. He was with Panty? He was, yeah, he was with Panty. He was out in Greystones and he was in Black Rock and all these other places. And um, he was at the gig, obviously. And he said to them... They were doing the gig and he said to uh, Bono on the Edge, you know, there's, a, there's another gig happening at Croke Park tonight. It's Larry and Adam. <laughs> it's going down very well. So it was funny. So they seem to know each other a long time. Also about uh, Disney Plus, another documentary is Ed Sheeran. He's going to open up about his wife, Cherry's health scare and the death of his friend, Jamal Edwards, in a uh, tell-all docu-series for Disney Plus as well. That's going to come, I think, next month. Yeah, they're flying out with a lot of documentaries at the minute. His new song, Eyes Closed, will be out on Friday and he's announced a four-part 
The Sum of It All which is premiere on May the 3rd so there you go so four parter something to look forward to following him around I'd say for the last year or so and uh, covering some of the some of the big things that happened in his life yeah there's been loads of stuff loads of stuff happening to Ed and he plays Dublin next week by the way 30th of March if you got one of those golden tickets fair play because they are very hard to get are you, are you going? no didn't get tickets Florence Pugh has been talking about her granny Pat and uh, has accompanied her on the red carpet during the award season Pat has become an over, overnight influencer this year and she told a story about granny Pat getting gifted a bag in Ireland recently because she was here wasn't she filming? She was filming here, so she's mentioned this on American TV about gran- Granny Pat and Ireland. Go on, Granny Pat. She actually got her first gifting. Like, she's now so famous that people are gifting her things. <laughs> and um, I went to Ireland and someone came and gave her a gift and when she received it, months later, she goes, you must, you must give me the address of that person. And I was like, which person are you talking about? And she goes... The person that gave me that beautiful handbag, I need to write her a thank you note. Uh, Granny Pat, and the fact that her name is Granny Pat and she was in Ireland. Little, yeah. And, yeah, but Florence Pugh has filmed a few things here. She has. The latest one she was in, I think it premiered in The Lighthouse. Yeah, I, I saw a picture of her the other day. Somebody, uh, some very famous, it might have been Vogue or one of those fashion photographers, they took a picture of her on some steps. Man. Like, what a movie star. She just looks... She's a star. Well, uh, timeless, like, really good. And Hannah Waddington, uh, Waddingham has explained why she re-watches season one, episode four of Ted Lasso to reaffirm her understanding of her character, uh, Rebecca Welton. It's a great old character. Uh, here's what she says. Where is she gone? Six. Six, there she is. Ted. I went back to it um, before we started shooting on three and I dipped into it during two as well, just to just as a little bit of a barometer for me like of who yeah, yeah yeah like who like who Keely was then yeah. and how she informed Rebecca and Rebecca informed her where Rebecca was with Ted you know if there are any glimpses of this that you know the, the Sam and Rebecca thing that started or just laying eyes on Nate and not having a clue who he was and all those kind of things <laughs> just getting back to, to that yeah. very much a kind of little little pitch pipe very much so and they were in the White House the other night I saw that and Niall Horan as well yeah they're all there and uh, they were doing something I can't remember what they were doing there but they were doing something for was it mental health or something like that oh yeah uh, what's his name Jason Sudakis Sudakis yeah Sudakis he's big into mental health and yes. all that and he was flying the flag fair play to him Joe Biden good look if you're a Harry Potter fan I know I know loads of adult Harry Potter fans who are really really into it they read the books all the time if you're marrying somebody who's also a Harry Potter fan this could be a thing for you um, they did it it's kind of viral sensation now people are saying it's amazing so the whole theme of the wedding was Harry Potter <laughs> which really? Is, yeah so was, which is easy enough to do because it's like tables and wizards chairs well yeah I, like I pres- all the, the props I, I presume they dressed up as wizards or whatever yeah and uh, in ropes and you, you know you had candles lying down and stuff like they had a sorting hat to tell you what ch- table to sit at that's great. So they had four big tables so they could have Slytherin or whatever, Quidditch or whatever it is. Or Quidditch the game, isn't it? Sorry, uh, Hufflepuff. Or I, I can't remember the four. Anyway, the sorting hat actually works and speaks and it looks and sounds just like the real one. Actually, the sorting hat in Harry Potter, right? This is... Here we go. Here we go. The sorting hat in Harry Potter, let me... Is the, uh, the FN4 voiceover. Really? Yes, Mark Silk. I never knew that. He's the sorting hat in Harry Potter, yeah. 
Who's he going This is FM 104 No he does a million Different voices He's in everything Someone told me before He's in Star Wars Or Star he's Trek He's in Star Wars He's in He's the voice of Bob the Builder The new one He is He's in everything Is he Bob He's Bob yeah That's mad He's Bob yeah So uh, he is the sorting hat And uh, <laughs> So people can get married now In Harry Potter world Oh can they you know, is, is that what you're saying? Like, no, no, they, the had, they had a team. No, so they had a, the, so the sorting hat told them where to sit. But the thing, like, you move a key and it, it, the, the hat starts talking and it says, like, could Jim Nugent please go and sit at Hufflepuff? Ah, that's lovely. So it's a good crack, yeah. So that's if you're great. really into it, like, you know, I'm sure there'll be a lot of friends there going, okay, they need to get out more. But, like, if that's what you're into, why not? It reminds me of, you know, that show, is it Don't Tell the Bride? Yes I read an article recently about that I, I always thought, you know Magic of television Throw a sprinkle of, you know Ah, look, let's keep quiet This didn't happen Apparently it does happen Like they're, they're kept away from each other for two weeks Oh The bride and the groom And they're not that they're forced They're kind of like Go on, I think you should do this And that's how it alludes to lads being Egypt's Oh You know, yeah, spending yeah. all the money And going to Vegas And all that they're sort of They're nudged in a crazy way Yeah My partner's sister is doing a Harry Potter theme in November There you go, tell them about the sorting hat Make sure they see that But it, I, I just, if you're I have Harry- so many questions though on that Yeah I missed Harry Potter did you not As see in it? I never, I never got into it. Okay, I'm not a good. I don't like reading. I'm not a good reader. Okay, I've only read five books in my life. I just, I just, I, they, I, made, they made them into these things called movies as well. <laughs> <laughs> They're available to stream. But you know when you kind of people get into all that, and yeah. that's that's their thing. My friend Emma is a massive Harry Potter fan. Yeah, massive. Has the little that you know the little wand, the little wand, yeah, and all. And she can tell you everything about it. So I'm just so interested to know what happens at that wedding. Like, is it going to be? Well, do you know what the sorting hat is? I do. Yeah, no, I do okay, know. Okay, so know the sorting hat. Is, yeah. So yeah, so that that's kind of the thing. Like, there's all sad. Like, like I presume it's like the banquet room thing, like whatever it's called. What I love about it is it's harmless and it's a bit of crack. When you yeah. walk in, it's not the same old white sheets that you see everywhere. I saw a some a stand-up comedian and he said that uh, J.K. Rowling. Just rewrote Star Wars because it's an orphan. Harry Potter's an orphan, right? Yeah. Goes to live with his uncle. He's not a very nice uncle. And then he goes, he has another uncle who comes and looks after him and takes him to a magical place where there's an even wiser uncle who trains him. Dumbledore, Yoda. <laughs> and then he gets together with his friends and he's a friend who is kind of like a sister to him. Hermione, Hermione. I Princess think you're Leia. something. And there's a scruffy one who's kind of the comic relief. Han Solo Ron You're onto something there and They're saying like There's so many similarities Between Star Wars and, and that That is mad You're actually yeah. right Because yeah. then everyone knows The story of Harry Potter Yeah Everyone knows You're a wizard so, Harry That's here, all I usually say Give us an update You uh, Will you give us an update In a second Right, so yesterday something happened to my house The deep cleaners arrived After a week of sleeping in a different bed How many deep cleaners come? Three Three, okay So at half three yesterday Three deep cleaners arrived at my house Because if you're only listening now You don't know what's going on I found a spider in my jocks Mm -hmm. Before I came into work the other morning And then when I went back home later on that day There were two spiders in the bed So I ring my mum Which is the worst thing you can ever do Because she's always negative Nelly And she goes Oh you might have an infestation there There might be something And I know she was wrong But because she has said those words It then went into my brain in those hour, hour and a half yeah, until yeah. my other half got home and said, why have you moved all our clothes 
into the spare room that we have at the minute. Okay. So we're currently sleeping in the spare room for the past seven days. You got rid of your bed. The bed left some fella. Actually, there's a business that you ring them up and they oh, bring your beds. Take it for free. No, no, you have to pay for that. You have to pay them. All right. This has been a very expensive oh, moment. I could have given you a website. You could have got taken away from nothing. Really? Yeah. The week before payday, everybody. Can I just remind you of all that? Yeah. <laughs> it's been quite quite expensive week. Anyway, um, so the bed's gone. The, the room is completely stripped. There's nothing there. And these fellas come yesterday. Sorry, two ladies and a man come with this big, massive... Look like Nunu from the Teletubbies. Okay. Right? Yeah. And uh, they have another big mechanism and they have bags and all that sort of stuff. And they're getting ready to go into those two rooms to absolutely destroy them and make them all beautiful again. Yeah. Can I tell you what happened then? Go on. So it costs a certain amount of money to get this done. And I had told them it was two rooms. But obviously that's your one that you ring up and go... Yeah. Yeah. So these three people are just the workers. Right I have had Can I just give an explanation Before I say this I have had a very busy week So I've been coming in Getting stripped You know Throwing the clothes On the the chair Yeah You've had a lot of gigs on Yeah Yeah Had takeaways So you know The bag The rubbish bin Maybe a bit overflowing Okay And everything's a bit messy And all that Just remember It is only my bedroom And the bathroom That is getting done That's all that's getting done That's all we'd agreed on The cleaners walked in and they looked at the kitchen, the bedroom, and they went, "Oh, this is very dirty. This is very dirty." <laughs> I said, "It's not this it's room; it's the other room." It's the wrong room. <laughs> so, do the whole gap for you. So as they were cleaning the bedroom, you were the bathroom. To, to, yeah, I mean, uh, how many people do that? They tidy up before anyone comes around. And they judged me. Oh, they judged me. No. And they were in the ladies in their fifties or sixties, and they looked very holy. And they and there was something in the room, and they left it on the telephone. Oh, I can't! I, I've been so embarrassed. You savage! I know, but the room was, <laughs> it was clean. He's been very busy. He's been on the telly. Oh, oh dear! This room is very dirty. It's going to cost an extra hundred quid. I was like, it's not this room. It's the rooms down the back. So are they coming back next week to the they rest? Ab- I never want to <laughs> see them again. <laughs> so Niall Horan's mate, uh, Roman Kemp. Mm. I actually saw this on Sunday evening. I was sitting down, about to watch a bit of TV, and he had posted up a picture, right? So he's lying on his bed, there's a match on, and he's holding up a Cadbury cream egg. White and brown. No! And I know, goes, even I, I don't even, I don't even like those, and, the, and I know what the story is with the competition. Yeah. The competitions he, don't eat it. He goes, this is a bit strange, isn't it? No! That is all. Turns out, that he posted that photograph up 15 minutes after eating it. No! He so, ate it. So just to explain, so cabbage cream egg, obviously it's, it's got that kind of goo in the middle and the chocolate on the outside. The, the special ones are kind of, have one side is white, is it? One side is white and one side is normal, which is the brown part. And in England, I don't know how much it is in Ireland, but in England, you can win 10 grand no, if you find them. No, Probably different in Ireland. I don't know what, the, but it's still the same premise. You win a bit of cash this isn't a, a This isn't a joke now to do with Cadbury's and having a laugh. No. So the replies underneath are going, you plonker. How did you do this? And he said he didn't know. So the next day, he's on the radio on his radio show and he's talking about it and he goes this is not an ad I'd get in trouble if this was an ad yeah, this is would, yeah. not an ad for Cadbury I genuinely edit and his Instagram stories oh, yesterday they're actually still up where he's talking about it he just goes I just thought it was weird he says uh, he said I, in his head he had seen the adverts and ad campaigns that Cadbury had but he just never connected it no 10 grand he ate 10 grand 
So that's, and is that competition open to Ireland? Or is it's it open to Ireland. I don't know how much money you get for Ireland ones, but it's open to Ireland as well. They had a massive issue, I think, all around the world where people were going, oh, trying to open them up. Mm. In shops all around Peel the world. The back. So it's like the golden ticket vibe. So it's yeah. like the Willy Wonka. So I know a friend of our family's, he uh, he won a thing. There was a competition years ago in some garage, right? And it was find the tiger, win 20,000. And we're talking, this is years and years ago. So 20,000 was a lot of money, right? And it was find three tigers. He's in a pub talking to his friends. And he goes, oh, find the tiger. I'd love to win that. So I got the three tigers, but they weren't in a line. And everybody stopped what they were doing. The whole public kind of, what? Like, yeah, they have to be in a line, don't they? No. <laughs> like, you, you scratch them off, right? It was a scratch card. It was a massive campaign. And he said, no, if you had three tigers, that's 20,000. Find the tigers, win 20,000. He went to, I think it was Carrick Mines um, dump, which he, was just a big dump then. You were able to go up and there was just seagulls. And back then, he went and spent about two weeks going through everybody's rubbish trying to find his own rubbish did he find it no oh god stand up there getting attacked by seagulls 20 grand he threw away which is the equivalent of I don't know 100,000 or more now easy thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock podcast listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device